Well, hello there, listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of the Better Than Fine podcast. I'm your host, Arlene Marshall, and today I want to talk about something that has been coming up all over my world lately. And if you're a regular fan of the show, you might have heard the last few guests talk about it. So Jordan Feingold and Julius Thomas both talk about it directly. Chris Bertram didn't talk about it directly, but I'm going to see if you can unpack the dots as we move through the episode, and I'll tie that in at the end. And it starts with something that might seem a little obvious. Um, You have a body. But the way we talk about having a body implies that you own that body, right? We say the phrase, you have the body. Now, we've all been raised in a society that primarily thinks that the mind controls and influences the body, that the mind is like in charge. It's like driving the car. Now, more and more, the science is getting clear that what happens in the body happens to the brain and it affects your state of mind. And what happens to the mind will happen throughout the body. It happens because nervous system really affects most of the major organs that function in your body. So the separation of the mind and the body, it's a myth. Now, that might seem obvious if you think about something like, you know, you get anxious and then you can't think straight, you can't get as much done as you might like to do. Like something like that might make it seem really obvious, but it goes far, far deeper than something like anxiety making you bad at taking a test. So let me give you an example that's really going to illustrate this. So you probably know that serotonin is a hormone that affects mood, right? It's a happiness hormone. And you might have also heard the research that the majority of serotonin is produced in the gut. So a healthy gut microbiome, the healthy gut bacteria, could affect the production of serotonin. So something like eating well could, in theory, increase your serotonin and improve your mood, okay? If you listen to this show regularly, you already know that certain kinds of exercise increase your sensitivity to your serotonin. Okay, so the change in mood when you start taking care of yourself, we're often taught to think about that as, well, my body shape changed and my confidence went up and that's why I feel better. But in actuality, it's a neurochemical change that happened because you're more sensitive to positive emotional experiences. Your mind changed because what happened in your body, right? That improved nutrition, improved your gut microbiome, that affected serotonin, the increase in movement made you more sensitive to the serotonin you already had. And then that improves your mood. So part of the problem with the separation of mind and body in the Western culture has been a devaluing of their impact on one another. And this is part of what Jordan Feingold was talking about in that episode. So she talked about the way that trauma not only happens in the mind, but it impacts the body. And unintegrated trauma, right, when we haven't worked through that trauma to find growth, could continue to impact and have side effects on the body because those overwhelming emotions are causing physical symptoms of stress. But the separation of mind and body in that Western medical model, those impacts of these intricately interwoven systems has been less researched and less validated, meaning that we didn't learn what we could have learned sooner, and in my opinion, leaving trauma unresolved, and that these traditional techniques ended up 
devalued and unexplored and oftentimes somatic practices, which are practices that affect the body to influence the mind, they're written off as woo-woo, pseudo-spiritual bumbo-jumbo. So when Julius came on, he talked about the opposite. What he talked about was the people that he counsels as a psychologist and how frustrating it is for him that there isn't more information out there about how taking care of your physical body then impacts not only your mental health now, but throughout the course of your lifespan. So how many therapists out there are personal trainers or wellness coaches or know how to coach nutrition or sleep? And to Julius's point, those things have a massive impact on mental health. The mind people aren't trained in the body. Oftentimes the body people, the medical people aren't trained in the mind. And I know for me and many of the other embodiment practitioners out there, we're standing in the middle kind of waving frantically at both sides going, hey, come talk to us. We know the things that you're missing. This isn't holistic the way that you're doing it. And that sound you're hearing that's the noise that every yoga instructor that listens to this show groaning together and smacking their heads against the wall in frustration. Because you're listening to the Better Than Fine podcast. I'm your host, Darlene Marshall, and I'm unpacking one of my personal pet peeves, the mind-body myth. And I have alluded to these ideas on the show before. I just hinted around this next thing I have to say. I've written about it on my Substack, but I haven't said it directly. That I think the point of wellness, of meaningful, actual, impactful wellness, like the real stuff that actually helps people, the point of wellness is integration. It's learning the concepts and the tools that make you more completely yourself so that you can live out whatever purpose or calling or meaningful service that you have in your life that you're here to do. Now that journey starts, in my opinion as a professional, with caring for yourself in authentic, meaningful, aligned ways. Now I've supported and witnessed so many clients over the course of their journey in fitness and wellness and the way that they have learned how they feel differently. You know, they may have come to the table because they thought they were just gonna learn about how to work out or how to improve their sleep, but their clarity of thought, their creativity, their insight, their mood, even the way that they express their personality. I've got one client that we joke, the way you know you're overtraining is your wife tells you you're getting grumpy again. They've noticed all these aspects of themselves shift as they took better and better care of their foundational needs and got to really know themselves. Now, learning in real time along that journey that the separation of mind and body is a myth. And along the way, they also learn these invaluable tools and skills that then allow them to weave what they've learned into a lifestyle that really works for them that's integration. That is wellness. Now, part of that process is also learning about your emotions, that you feel them in your body and what they actually mean for you in your life. And as you learn these skills, you can't help but start to notice the way that stress affects digestion, the way that when you argue with your partner, you don't sleep well that night, you wake up feeling awful, you don't perform well the next day. 
and that the line between mind and body starts to blur because it's not actually even there. And as you continue integrating what you're learning, adjusting your lifestyle, your habits, your mindset along the way, you're growing more and more into that holistic, total version of yourself. So you don't only have a body, you are a body. And you're so many other things too, but I want to say this again, because I think that this is a real pillar of how I approach my work and I want to invite other people to consider it in their own lives. You don't have a body. You are a body, integrated, holistic. Now, as a positive psychology practitioner, I think that caring for that body is a foundation to thriving. And on a level that isn't easily described in words, which is one of the big challenges of doing this show, is trying to describe and talk about things that are actually experiences that happen to people that they feel, which is why they can be really difficult to put into words. It's why so much of this mind-body relationship was labeled as woo-woo and esoteric by researchers and academics and scientists in the past. So you take this combination, I got a, I got a perfect example, the combination of breath work and cold plunge. Now, historically, this was part of a 5,000-year-old tradition that we call yoga. But we had very little science on these practices, science that would be taken seriously until a few decades ago, right? The specific combination of cold plunge and breath work. So what happened in the last few decades? Well, Wim Hof made being cold look cool. So if you don't know who Wim Hof is, he is a guy known as the Iceman who goes off and like runs barefoot marathons in the middle of winter, or he'll sit in an ice bath and just meditate and hang out and not experience any of the maladaptive effects that most people would suffer from in those states. And he's great at marketing. And once he'd kind of built a following and he's like, look at me, look at what I can do, then science comes behind him to verify, to study him and then replicate the studies on others, verifying what five millennia of yogis have been trying to tell us all along. So now cold plunge is everywhere in wellness. Breathwork is everywhere in wellness. Meditation is everywhere in wellness. And there's research now to back it up. So if mind-body is a myth, caring for your body to support your well-being in a holistic way as a foundation to thriving that we're just beginning to understand the nuances of because research is starting to back up what so many of us have experienced, this combination of a holistic and integrated self. But why does that foundation to thriving matter? Well, I think even more so than thriving, it's so that we can show up and actualize. So almost a year ago, in April of 2022, there is an episode of Better Than Fine on self-actualization. To make good on your unique potential, I believe to do that, you start by taking really foundational care of yourself, not just your mental self, not just your physical self, but your holistic self. Now, along the way, things will come up, challenges will happen that you could learn from, or triggers will come up of trauma. And as Jordan Feingold shared with us, you'll have the opportunity to weave that into growth. But here's where Chris Bertram comes back around. 
Chris talked to us about flow states, which is a state of mind. But Chris also talked about accessibility to flow, that there's so many actions that help us to prime flow, but we use the body to get there. So he talked about things like 20 minutes of moderate intensity movement, which we talk about on the show all the time as that serotonin thing I just mentioned. But he talked about it as a way to shut down the part of the brain that's self-critical, right? Movements to affect your state of mind and your mental health. He also talked about breathing practices. But you could even go back to the episode a month ago with Stefan Underwood, and he talked about using peripheral vision, right? The edges of your vision softening to calm your nervous system. So when we're integrating and we're learning about the holistic self, we can use the tools at our disposal, all of those tools in the toolkit to help us be more ready, to show up, to live well, and then to actualize on your unique potential. We've recorded the 100th episode of Better Than Fine 51 weeks ago. And it was the first episode that aired on the NASM Podcast Network a year ago. This episode, the integration toward a more whole self so that you can do whatever it is that you're here to do in this life, that's what Better Than Fine is actually about. That is, in my opinion, what wellness coaching is actually about. And for me personally, that's what a well-lived life is actually about. So in this last year, we've had 47 new episodes. This episode will be 51 on the NASM Podcasting Network. And in my opinion, we are just getting started. I could not have done any of this without the actualizing of our producer, Eric. And so thank you, Eric. And also to highlight that actualization doesn't only mean you're the person in front of the camera. There's all kinds of things that happen behind the scenes in anyone's endeavors that support what they're doing but also the practices of wellness about supporting you so that you can show up as yourself, more holistic, more integrated, not separated into things like mind and body and spirit and whatever, but you as you really are. So thank you, Eric, for showing up every week so that I can show up as I really am and share this with all of you. And I'm really excited to share what's gonna be coming the rest of this next year as Better Than Fine continues to grow and we show up with this message that meaningful wellness is so that you can integrate and actualize. So thank you for riding along for this last year. And I would love to hear more about what you want to learn about in the year to come. So you can find me on Instagram, I'm darlene.coach. You could shoot me an email, info at darlene.coach or find me on the LinkedIn. If you're looking for any of these practices that I keep alluding to, well, you could check out the Substack. It's coachdar.substack.com. And there I've got articles that tie back to all of these different episodes that I've just references. And if you're feeling particularly inspired by all of this, and you think you might want to help other people in this way that I'm clearly so amped up about today, well, you could do that by considering becoming a wellness coach. And I've got a little gift for you if that's something that you want. So the National Academy of Sports Medicine, NASM has a wellness coaching certification that I was so honored to be a part of, along with many other incredible subject matter experts. And this certification is currently 50% off on NASM's website. Listeners to this show get an additional $600 off with the code I'm about to give you. So get your pen ready. It's Marshall CWC, M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-C-W-C. So go to nasm.org, click wellness at the top and use that code. 
for an additional $600 off on the current price. Now, if you've been a fan of the show or maybe you're feeling super amped by this, I encourage you to subscribe, to leave us a review or to share it with someone because that's how podcasts grow. And of course, I want to get this message out into the world that this is what Better Than Fine is here for. And we're here to support you in your own wellness journey or your journey to support your clients. So thank you and be well.